What's up, everybody? So I'm just starting now to give some people some time to come in. I did try to send out my link to my family. Um, so what's up, y'all? It's me. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm sorry. I'm trying to share my show too. <clears throat> so I'm gonna give it a second, and then um, we can go ahead and start. <clears throat> and then people will jump in, or what have you. What's up, everybody? I got a good one today. Oh my God. They still busy. Ooh. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> mm -mm. All right, y'all. So, uh uh. Now you're gonna have to leave that baby. Woo wee. Ooh. Mm -mm. All right, y'all. Let's let's pray for our good friend Rocky Road. All right, so thank everybody for being here for one. Um thank everybody for tuning in and watching. I see the numbers growing, even from doing live. Um, and then when I post it for the podcast platforms and also on my website via the YouTube link. So, guys, I just want to start by thanking you, thanking you all for just being on this ride with me. We, again, are in season two of Sports Talk with Winnie B. This is my third episode. Um, we have a lot, <clears throat> a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about today. So without further ado, let's get this show started. <laughs> And again, welcome to Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. It is exciting, exciting, exciting to do this today. Um, it's been a lot of uh, football over the week since I did my last show. I really don't know where to start. I usually try to talk about the Lions at the end of the show. But at this point, we're going <clears> to <throat> just start off and talk about the Lions because their game was on Thanksgiving. So... It's going to be the first thing we talk about. And I don't even really have much to say for, I, I don't know, y'all. Like, at this point, the Lions is 0-10-1. They really should have won that game against Pittsburgh. For real, though, it's been a lot of games. They really should have won. The Lions could easily be, like, 5-7 and seven or whatever. Oh, I'm like, this was the game y'all really could have won against. And honestly, 16-14, like, they should have won. I'm I'm not even sure why Dan Campbell wanted to start calling the plays if he was going to just mess around and mess up. Like, 
you're you're not doing any better than Aaron Glenn. Now DeAndre Swift is out. Um, how long will he be out? We don't know. But I don't. It's like I don't know what I'm looking at at this point. Almost today, I almost named the show. The Lions are getting on my nerves. Like. Not the whole team. Like, some people on the team, they're doing their job. They're doing well. Um, the defensive coordinator, um, Aaron Glenn, he's doing phenomenal. <laughs> but some of them, some of y'all, y'all, I, I mean, as a fan, I'm just like, what? What are, what are, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, just like last week. Again, this week, I'm really like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, it's, it's so, I'm so speechless because, I mean, it's like, I want to, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand Jared Goff sometimes, like, he was doing so well in the first part, the first couple of play. I'm not even going to say like the first half, just like the first few drives for the Lions. But then what happened? Like, it's like this team, like the defense can't do it all. And then when the offense get there, it's like, what are we doing? I'm, I'm just so tired of the Lions. I'm, I for real, I'm not, not even to say I don't want to be a fan no more, but what the hell am I rooting for? Like, <clears throat> what are we doing here? I don't know. Then our boy Dan Campbell doing press, he said he understands the criticism because the Lions aren't winning. Like, I mean, okay, you get it, but what are you going to do about it? Like, I'm not sure. I know the answer for one is to get a better play call in. So, um, and I'm Aaron, I mean, Anthony Lynn, he's out. If they don't fire Anthony Lynn um, in the offseason, I'm done. Being a Lions fan. Hey, Quincy. Um, we need a better play caller. Uh, it's hard to want to really judge uh, Dan Campbell this season because he, this is his first um, job as a head coach. I mean, he was an interim for a second, but, I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> like, next season, I mean, we're going to see what we get out of Dan, but he really needs a play caller. You got to let uh, Anthony Lynn go. Aaron Glenn is phenomenal. I hope he stays because uh, I'm sure some teams will be looking to pick him up or even have him as a head coach. I mean, hell, he could take over Dan Campbell's spot doing, if he stay in Dan start continuing to slip. Like, I just don't know. Like, the defense, what, what, with what Anthony Glenn is working with, it's like, okay, the defense is, is shocking. Like, shocking, shocking. <laughs> Hey, best friend, but offensively, it's a snooze fest. Like, and then here you go talking about, I'm going to take over the play calling like you was about to do any better. And to be honest, as a fan, I feel um, crazy for thinking, okay, maybe he will be the answer. But no, he's he's definitely not. Like, I don't know. They should play musical um chairs with the play calling and just see who who it lands on and, and who is best let's go ahead and give it up dan campbell at this point what else do we got to lose like i don't know i don't know you know oh ten and one that's unacceptable 
it's crazy because I said it a few um shows ago, like the Lions was gonna go 0-17. And, and it's literally because of that tie to the Steelers. I mean, that's what helped it, but now historically, they still like losers. Like I, I believe it it is a stat now. Like, this is the first team in history to go 0 10 and 1. Like, I don't know. Moving right along. Um I mean, hopefully they can rebound. That's the thing. Like, with all the draft uh, picks we got and with what's going on, we're going to see what they do in the offseason. Um, I don't know. Like, okay, so while we're talking about the Lions, I'm going to pivot to Michigan in a minute because that was a historic win as well, Michigan versus Ohio State. But I, I'm sure I might have said it in my show, but I definitely have been talking to people and saying it, and now it's actually news that the Lions should pick um, Hutchinson over Thibodeau. And yes, they should. Like, <clears throat> Hutchinson being a Michigan man, he's from here, he played for Michigan, and now he has the opportunity to go to the Lions. Like, that would be good, and it's good for him and his family. Um, but he's better than Thibodeau anyway. The man be hurt and disappear in, in games. I mean, yeah, in the beginning, he was good talking, all of that, but I'm sure as a team coach, owner, GM, all of that, you don't want to have a player who's already going to be in jeopardy of um, being injury prone. He's injury prone already in college. So you don't, you, you're not coming back the same after your injury. They say that all the time. So I just, it, once he got that last injury with Oregon, I would just been like, okay, you know what? I'm not even sure why people are talking about him still being, I mean, going number one, because especially for the Lions, like, the last thing they need is another Jeff Okuda. I mean, how many games have he played in since he's been drafted? And what exactly has he done for the team? So, yes, I think number one going is Aiden Hutchinson, um, arguably the best uh, player in football and definitely should be a Heisman candidate. Um, the the little rookie in Alabama, he cool, but, hell, he they almost lost the game this weekend to Auburn. Like, okay. He should be a runner. I definitely think, definitely think Kenneth Walker should still be um, a talks for the Heisman. But Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions, I'm all for it. I would be happy to see that. I'm sure a lot of us would be happy to see that, especially Michigan fans. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully they do rebound. And when it comes to the fours not caring about the team, I, I think past – um, Martha Ford and her husband and them or whatever. Yes, I think it was just like a money maker for them. They didn't care or whatever because and at the end of the day, they didn't have to care because the fans was gonna buy them tickets and show up. If they were able to black out games to um sell out the uh not the palace, you know, the silver dome, then of course, <laughs> like the fan base is relentless. So they didn't have to care about the team. People was going to buy merch. They was going to show up to them games. They're going to cheer them Lions on. And that's just that. I think Sheila Ford is doing a lot differently when it comes to trying to be more proactive and giving the fans what they want. So, I mean, we're going to see how quick, you know, they be ready to let Dan Campbell go and stuff. And it'll be, I mean, that'll say a lot for me, but I do think that she, um, is a little bit different when it comes to being a better owner than 
um, her parents. Moving on from the Lions, um, college football was amazing this weekend. Like, I was out in Dallas uh, spending time with my family. It was good. And it's like I literally could not not focus on anything Saturday other than college football. And all of the games that I watched was phenomenal. Like from the Michigan and Ohio game to the Michigan State, Penn State game to the OSU, um, OU game. I'm just like, whee! My heart was just happy, especially with the Michigan win. It's so crazy because I was arguing with my family and we went out to eat and everybody at the table was like, oh, I mean, OSU going to win. I mean, if you ask me who going to win versus who I think going to win, and like, no. And it's I it, it was super crazy as I'm like, Michigan's run game is better. They got the pass rushers, you know, Stroud previous, previous games to Michigan. He was not pressured for one. I knew Ojabo and Hutchison was going to put the pressure on them. Yes, Michigan, I mean, OSU have the better wide receiving core in Michigan's um, corners, you know, but that run game, them pass rushers, I, that was going to win the game, and it did win the game. Like, this was so historic for, this win was so historic for Michigan. Um, It was uh, the coaches, what's his name, Um, Ryan Day, it was his first loss to a Big Ten team. It stopped a 21-game win streak to a Big Ten rank, Big Ten ranked teams. I think 29-game win streak against the um, Big Ten anyway. Uh, Jim Harbaugh got his first win. Uh, five losses, his first win. He's been there seven years. Um, this actual win just probably cost Jim Harbaugh his contract because people was calling for his head. But now, you know, okay, boom especially if they win next week against um, Iowa. I'm so happy that Michigan, I, I believe this is their first time going to the championship, like, in forever. So, hey, Katrina. Thanks for tuning in, girl. Um, I, it's just, when, I I probably did cry, actually, when they won. I, I don't even remember, like, just, I'm just so happy to see, like, even the big house. It was crowded. They rushed the field. Like, this was so important for Michigan. If y'all seen the governor, she's she named it M-Day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the fire department started trolling Ohio. Um, no, actually, they was trolling Michigan State. Like, no couches were burned. No, all the cars stayed on their tires. Like, I love the trash talk um, because it's still a rivalry there, too. Like, I don't know. And then CJ Stroud understand that that weather, it was really hard on him. Like as a freshman, this is going to be, this was the first game he had to play in, in the snow. So, you know, he comes from LA. He ain't snowing. You know, what is this? So now he's at home with, you know, snow here. Okay. You know, he, he's going to learn, but the weather I'm sure played a part. And then, you know, just the pass rush, like, just the, the the tackles and all of that, like, I am very, very, very proud of Michigan. Like, what they did was they put a stop against um, OSU. They came, they saw, and they conquered. Iowa is 10-1. and 1. 
they play Iowa and Indianapolis for the championship. And I, even though Iowa is another team that's like a thorn in the side for Michigan, I really think Michigan going to pull this off because they want it more. Like, you could just see, you know, in the way they play OSU, they wanted it more. And I'm just – I am very, very, very happy, you know, that – we did it. <laughs> like, I feel like the Dora Explorer song. We did it. Yay. <laughs> like, I mean, whoo wee. Thank you, Jim Harbaugh. Like, please extend a man's contract because who else they going to bring in to do it? We, we don't know. I mean, when we, whoo, <laughs> like, I don't know. And it's crazy because these college, um, these college coaches are playing like hot potato with the teams. The uh, Oakland Univers—I mean, the Oklahoma University coach um, Lincoln Riley—he about to go coach for USC. He picked up that job, and um, Notre Dame coach—they want to talk about he may be going to LSU. I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? You know, they. So I don't know. Like, who, who are they going to bring in? And I don't know. You know, like. Even Mel, you know, with Mel Tucker at, at Michigan State, just to pivot over to Michigan State real uh, quick, and their win against Penn State, that was phenomenal in the snow. Amazing. Um, you know, when he got his contract extension, yes, it was horrible that they uh, took that L to OSU last week like that. Like, oh, my God. And then that was the wrong time. You know, like, dang, you know. It would have been nice if he – would have i guess killed it well he would have he should have had to kill it but you know with his contract extension like oh okay he's showing us why he's worth all this money well he over there he he setting the record straight he 2-0 against michigan he'd been there two years they won both years um definitely came back but michigan gave up like they did give up but at the end of the day give up or not michigan state won that game um, they beat Penn State. They won all their home games this season. Uh, first time in, I believe, like seven or um, six or seven years. So I'm proud of them. And I still think that Kenneth Walker should definitely be in the um, the talks for Heisman. Now, do I think he should beat out Aiden Hutchinson? No, I don't. But it'll be good to see them both on the list, at least. Um now, next year, I do think that Jim Harbaugh is coming for Mel Tucker, but wee, I think Jim needs to go ahead and get an extension. I do. I, especially if he win, or I'm sorry, I don't even want to say if because I don't want to sound like a hater. When he win against Iowa next week, y'all, I am. I, okay, so the college football playoff ranking numbers come out today. They actually come out at 7 when the show starts. So if somebody want to look it up and drop, where um the 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 team put Michigan that'll be so great for me um but the AP put Michigan at number 2 y'all Michigan started unranked now Michigan State is number 11 both teams started unranked this season and literally kicked behind like Michigan took its first L to uh, Michigan State and then Michigan State took their first L to Purdue who Michigan State 10 and 2. <laughs> like, I mean, I think Iowa is 10 and 2 or 10 and 1. I don't know. I, I think they 10 and 1, though. Iowa. Or 10 and 2. They might have the same record as State. They might be 10 and 2. Either way it go, 
Michigan State, they did good. Michigan, y'all know, is bomb. I am so proud, though, to see Jim Harbaugh, not number four. Now, they haters, dog. They knew they should have kept him at number two with, like, AP. But um, at least they number four. To be in the top four in the college football playoffs means that you will be in the playoffs. So let's just... Our boys made it because they didn't believe in them in the beginning. Michigan was not ranked. You know, Jim Harbaugh, he he is a little finicky. You know what I'm saying? And they wasn't winning a big game. So, I mean, understandable for them not to be ranked? I don't know. But to see where they at now and just the position that they're in in the future, like, this could be his year. This really could be his year. Like, I'm, I'm so happy. And it came out the other day that he – he said that his bonuses that he getting from all of this, he's going to um, donate the money to the athletic department because they had to take a pay cut due to COVID. So just a stand-up man again. Yes. yes, we love us some Jim Harbaugh. Go Jim. Remember, he was the man now. Remember, he... Stop playing with me now, see? See, hey, Chanel, girl. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, y'all, so news is in. They're not number four. They're number two. You Okay, now you sure you looking at the college football playoff rankings, not the AP rankings? That's what I want to know, the college football playoff numbers. Um, look at Chanel tuning in to Sports Talk with Winnie B. <laughs> All right, cool, bet. So Michigan, that's what I like to hear. Number two, baby. We definitely going to the playoffs. Yeah, I knew Georgia was going to be number one. Um, okay, Michigan number two. Who they got number three? Bama and then Cincinnati or Ohio State? Man, y'all, Auburn almost really won. I knew it was going to be Cincinnati weak-ass team. Okay. So, Auburn, the they, I know that that player is really kicking himself in the behind. Because he didn't get out of bounds. I mean, he didn't go down. He allowed them to push him out of bounds, which gave Auburn, I mean, um, Alabama the opportunity to come back down the field, tie the game up. They went into three overtimes. By the fourth overtime, Auburn could not um, compete. They couldn't um, convert their two-point conversion, and then Alabama did. So Alabama won, <laughs> like, by the hair on his chinny-chin-chin. And that's. That's like Nick Saban's look. I mean, I just, I really think it's like Nick Saban, he's he's just a lucky man. But poor Auburn and poor young fella. And I hope that, you know, younger um, collegiate af athletes or even, even high school players, they watch that game and they realize, like, it's not always about getting the yards. Like, sometimes you got to just go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when you know it's not coming. Like, he's seen it's not coming. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. What mommy want to say? Well, you coming for her, bestie. Let me know what she want to say because I want to know. I want to answer her question. But, hey, mommy, for watching. Thank you for watching, mommy. Um, I, I'm like, dang, you know. <sighs> I don't know. Nick Saban, he's a lucky coach. He's gonna be there, child. Um, 
I want to know if Urban Meyer going to go back to college. I just don't think, I don't know. I don't think he's going to stay in the NFL, especially I think too, if the um, coaching position opened up at Notre Dame for real, I think he probably going to try to slide back in that job because I believe he said he wanted to be a coach for Notre Dame. So why not take that opportunity? I, I don't see him standing in the NFL though. The Jags, you know, more power to him. I believe the Jags actually play the Rams coming up. So this might be an easy game for the Rams or it might be a trap game. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's a good pivot. Um, in this next story, uh, the title is Stafford is not the answer in LA. And he is not. Now, if we remember correctly, Matthew Stafford was traded to the Los Angeles Rams for two draft picks and Jared Joff. Y'all I call him Jared Joff. He has to earn his last name now at this point. I say it all the time to my husband. I'm going to say it to y'all. So I know his last name isn't Joff. I know it's Goff. But if you hear me call him Jared Joff, that's his name to me. Um, And I believe Jared Joff is not even playing at his level of quarterback because his feelings are hurt. Like he literally just got traded away, not even for his capability as a quarterback. It was for the draft picks. So, anywho, this is not about Joff. This is about Stafford. Stafford was doing his things, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning. But then here come the hard teams. Like, okay, they lost it to Arizona in their division. Of course, they won to Tampa Bay. Kudos, you know, reigning Super Bowl champs. But you lose in your division. That's not good. Then you turn around and lost to Tennessee. This this is where the big losses are coming in. You threw two. Um, turnovers I think in like the within two minutes or whatever and one of them was a pick six he get on tv and he like oh you know I can't do that that's what loses games it sucks blah 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 then turn right around and lose to San Francisco but in that game two interceptions and another pick six so what are we doing in the press like why are we saying this in the press and then doing it in the games Matthew what are we doing here then you get this bye week knowing that we have Green Bay um, after the bye. And Aaron Rodgers always has Matthew Stafford in the chokehold. And I said, you know, this um, game is very, very important for both quarterbacks. Why? Because both of them are coming off of an L. Um, and just ranking standings, you know, who knows? Now, the score... 36 to 28 is very generous because the way the Rams were playing, no. Now, I won't put everything on Matthew Stafford because the defense looked awful. Aaron Rodgers, he had so much time to throw in the pocket. I was like going to make peanut butter and jelly and coming back, and he still had the ball in his hand. Like, where the hell was the defense? Who knows? <laughs> but – here go Matthew Stafford, turnovers, pick six, <laughs> game three in a row. This Matthew Stafford looks very familiar. Now, it's going to be some people who watch this or listen to this, and they're going to be like, oh, you're so hard on Stafford. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Matthew Stafford was bought into the Rams to take them back to the Super Bowl. Um, then they started doing all this other stuff. You know, poor Rob, uh, Woods went down. And you can see, like, he was a big part of that team. Like, my God. 
But then you bring in Von Miller on the defense, snooze fest. I mean, he's had a couple of good plays, but I mean, a what? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Odell Beckham did catch a good catch. You know, he had a couple of good plays against Green Bay, but it's not, you know, the Beckham Jr. We know, you know, his hair is still funny, but other than that, where, where, I don't know. Um, and Aaron Donald, like, what is he doing? Jalen Ramsey, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, and what's almost also crazy to me, not almost, is Sean McVay is not the same Sean McVay he was with Jared uh, Jaw. Not at all. Like, I don't know if he's, um, you know, regressing as a coach. I don't know. But you can't expect for this man to drop back and throw the ball 30 or 40 yards every damn play. Like, what happened to Sony Michelle? Like, where, why, why do we only run the ball against weak teams? Like, you... Like, do they not believe in the run game? Like, I, I, I literally have a lot of questions for Sean McVay because it's like, if, if y'all keep losing like this, we, and, and um, what's the Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray? He may be coming back when they play the Rams next. You know, it's still questionable. They kind of they, they at the top of the division. I mean. Now, what is Seattle doing? You know, I I really think Pete Carroll's time in Seattle is up. You know, I I think that he should just go ahead and retire and enjoy his life. You know, football cannot be life. You gotta you gotta do something else, and this is not it. Um, but back to Matthew Stafford, I I just don't think he is the answer in L.A. And as I said in the beginning, um about the Lions and Jared Joff, this is kind of like you, you know, interviewing for the quarterback position down the line. And if this is Matthew Stafford's interview, they, whenever they can draft, because they have given up so much draft capital for this team, who looks like poo um, at the moment, I mean, they might be looking for a quarterback too. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't know. And it's just crazy because Matthew Stafford left Detroit and became Matthew Stafford, like all in the press, all in the media, smiling and shit. And it's just like, now look, like this is the Matthew Stafford we had with Jim Caldwell. Of course, you're going to play. Y'all, you're going to win against the good teams. I mean, the booty teams, because that, I mean, what? why lose? You know what I'm saying? But against them, the big teams, <laughs> It would snooze fest, like I, I don't know, you know. It we gonna see though. We got again they play the Jags next, you know, good could be a W, but I don't know. I mean, we gonna see who Matthew Stafford throws the boss to, his teammates uh the opposing team that and that's what it's all going to depend on because we don't need four pick sixes in a row that's what we don't need <laughs> like i don't know but the defense got to show up too i mean what it what i don't know <laughs> the tampa bay game was good though y'all you i'm not a good fan big fan of kirk cousins but that jonathan taylor 
I'm like, he could have been MVP, but they ain't even let him show up in the game. Like, what what happened to the run game, um, Indianapolis? I don't know. And, and it's crazy because Tampa Bay was down. It was looking like it was going to be another L for them, but Tom Brady just did what Tom Brady does, and he figures out a way. Fournette got that ball, scored that last-minute TD. It was it. 38-31, Indianapolis couldn't do nothing. Boom. I mean, why did we stop depending on Jonathan Taylor, guys? I, I want to know. I, I, I got questions that need answers because we can't shy away from what makes us great, especially in games against Tampa Bay. I don't know if they looked at it like, well, you know, Washington did what they did the previous week, but these are new weeks and this is what we watch film for. So I don't, I don't know. Like Tom Brady playing, like he really want to go back to the ship. And again, I said, I think Indianapolis was going to make it to the ship because they, they doing good. They was doing good. They six and six, but we, they be losing like some close games too. Like, I don't know. It's, it's so weird, just like the Ravens. Like, the Ravens be winning by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin. <laughs> like, Sunday night football was so boring. The only reason why I was watching it is because I was stuck in the airport. Like, all right, you know, what else? You know, I mean, it was probably other stuff I could have watched on TV or Netflix, but I'm, I'm not going to just shy away from football. But it was like five turnovers in the first half in like three minutes or so. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, are they putting oil on the ball or something? Like, why can't nobody hold on to the ball? Like, or what are you? I don't know. But Baker Mayfield, first and foremost, I seen Baker in um, the press. Because remember last week I told y'all he didn't want to talk to the press after that um, win against the Lions. The barely win they had against the Lions. Either way, it was a W. But um, Baker was upset. So he somebody asked him the next day, well, why you didn't want to talk to the media? Do you feel like you let um, your teammates down or whatever for not talking to the media? He was like, no, nah, they know. I mean, we always happy to share a win, but he didn't feel like he did what he needed to do. Like, definitely didn't. Um, definitely not this week either, Bake. Like, um I, you know, it's it's almost like do we in Cleveland look for another quarterback as well um, in a draft, or are we looking at replacing Kevin Stefanski? I think for what he doing over there, you get a coach an opportunity. Let's look for another quarterback, and if he still can't do it with the quarterback, then whatever. But he he did turn around the organization, but it's like they. I don't know, like, I love Baker Mayfield's progressive commercials. <laughs> I love them. At Home with Baker Mayfield is almost better to me than um, the State Farm commercials, hands down. But as far as Baker on the field, I'm like, you know, Bake, sorry. Okay, um... Yeah, I Lamar Jackson definitely could still too be in the um the MVP talks this season. I just don't know who is the clear front runner. Because 
you go up and you go down. At this point, I think the clear front runner for the MVP probably would be Aaron Rodgers, especially after this win against um, Matthew Stafford and them. Uh, but other than Aaron Rodgers, it's like, I don't know. And it's so crazy because Aaron Rodgers looked like he's having a lot more. Um, yes, I did. Um, he's having a lot more fun on the field. He dapping it up with the other players. They laughing and pointing at each other and stuff. I'm like, okay, I, I like Aaron Rodgers with the thick beard and long hair. Um, still hate him as a player because they, you know, do all of this to the Lions. Like, let's get let's let us get a W. But um, yeah, he's definitely going to be the front runner. I feel for the MVP right now. I don't know about Lamar Jackson. Um, I definitely in the beginning said Justin Herbert, but they they lost again. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor too, but I mean, where was he in the, the Tampa Bay game at the end? Like he, they just shied away from the uh, run game altogether. So I don't know. I don't know y'all, but. I'm going to move off of football right quick before I end the show because last week we was talking, the name, the title of the show was LeBron James is whack for the sucker punch against Isaiah Stewart. Um, Definitely still whack. Uh, the Pistons did lose again um, this weekend against the Lakers too, but it was in LA. Um, Not to say that they would have won because it was in LA, but I'm just saying the game was in LA. It wasn't here. The reason why we're going to talk about this again is because a lot of people came out in support of um, LeBron James, of course, their king. Um, but some people did say some interesting things about Isaiah Stewart as well. So I'm going to start with Draymond Green's comments because he got in a little scuffle, um, I believe, in 2015 or 16 during the finals with LeBron. And during his show uh, recently, he said that he regrets that. Um, because they lost in the playoffs three to one and he a little salty or whatever. Now, I don't know, like you salty because y'all lost and now you regret, you know, whatever. But it's crazy because like that situation, and this is just my opinion, but that situation did not make you um, less aggressive on the court. Like you still a shit talker and super aggressive. Like, so did you really learn or do you just feel bad that you did that against LeBron James? Like, I'm confused. Anyway, Shaq, um, he said that in his, in his experience um, with LeBron, LeBron is not that guy. He doesn't think that it was done purposely um, to Stewart, but he said that his reaction was correct. Like he thought that Isaiah Stewart should have responded to LeBron in the fashion that he did because he did get hit in the face and was leaking. And I think that that's crazy, but, and everybody else on the thing was like, Oh my God. Um, why would you say that? Why would you say that? And he said it because I mean, if you get hit in the face, you're going to either want to fight or act like you want to fight. So I just think it's, you know, interesting to see how, you know, they comment or some big names did comment in support for uh, both of the athletes. LeBron James, too, he was fine for some, oh, grabbing his penis during the game 
um, because some fans was doing it to him. So he hit a shot and then did it to them. And the NBA fined them, child. I said, okay, this man getting all kind of fines and suspensions early. You got to turn it around. That whole superstar team do, though, because for them to um, for them to be, you know, a, a team of all-stars, Olympians, they they they're winning against like the booboo teams. Okay, it's expected, but even the game at home, like the Pistons was giving them a little something, something. You know, then that stuff just jumped off. You know, but they should look way better than they do. But anywho, the Pistons play tonight. They play the Trailblazers. Um, so I hope they win. Something's got to give. I don't know. Thank y'all though. Thank everybody. For tuning in, mommy, my best friend, my boo, Quincy, Rocky, uh, Chanel, Katrina, all y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in and commenting. Um, I appreciate everybody again. You are tuned in to Sports Talk with Whitney B. Uh, for all updates and everything, you can follow me on social media at my Whitney B. That's at M Y W H I T N E Y B. And also, you can visit my website at mywhitneyb.com. That's www.mywhitneyb.com. Spelled the same way. Make sure it, you're not already subscribed to my website. Go ahead and subscribe. And also subscribe to my YouTube for all of your updates. Again, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I love you guys. And we are out.